Welcome back, everyone, to Daily DVR. This is Axel. Today is Friday, September 29th, 2023. And we've got a great show for you today. Jenny is here with us. We're going to be talking about some reality stuff. We got some Golden Batch, Love is Blind, a little Salt Lake City. Maybe some other stuff. We'll see what comes to mind. First, I want to remind you to go over to DVRpodcast.com. Check us out. All the great pods. We've done so many pods over the years. You can check them all out there. Just search them. Become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. All the pods are up there, too. You can go back into the archive, uh, become a member over there. And I guess Patreon has this new thing where you can become a free member for a little while, which I'm always cool with. And I always remind anyone, if you're a listener and it's not in your budget or whatever, just send me an email. Um, We're not going to allow the cash to get in between us all people in the pods. But I always, um, you know, I kind of got that from the, the public access TV station I worked at. Um, my boss, Chad, implemented that. He was like, if he always put that on all the flyers if for memberships. If you can't afford it, just come in and chat with us. And then he would always give it to somebody for free. So shout out there. I want to give a just a real quick, before we bring in Jenny, I just want to give, um, just, uh, I guess, send out my thoughts to the wife and family of my favorite ever teacher, my high school AP history teacher, Mr. Ed Powers, the best teacher I ever had in my entire life. Uh, I had him for all four years at St. Joe's in Metuchen, where I went to high school. Actually, I had him junior and senior year. I think I had him two classes a day for all year because he was such an amazing teacher. And I took all of the uh, history classes that he offered. I was lucky enough in my high school that it was kind of like college. We had so many classes offered and they would allow a teacher. Like I took a, a, a half a year of a Vietnam class that Mr. Powers taught and he was in Vietnam and we went over the whole politics of, he was just an amazing man, a beautiful guy. He was so good to me, uh, and he passed away this week. So Mr. Powers who will always be remembered by me. But now let's bring in someone who's alive and well, arguing with me about Taylor Swift on Facebook earlier this morning. <laughs> it's Jenny. What's up, Jenny? Hey, Axel. Happy Friday, as I said earlier. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm not trying to give you too much shit about Taylor Swift, but quit letting her live in your brain, man. It's <laughs> well, not worth it. <laughs> you know, I'll shake it off, Jenny. I'll shake it off. There you go. Um, I'm and just... that was a very nice little tribute with your memories yeah. to your former teacher. That was, was very great. nice. And sorry Thank for you. your loss and his family's loss. Yeah, he was a good, he was a great dude. Um, and yeah, I, I always remember it. And I was lucky. I, I feel good because a couple of years ago I called up and I left him a message and I sent him an email telling him how important he was as a teacher. And he did reply back, you know, thank you very much. So that was good. I feel good that I got the opportunity as an adult to reach out to him and tell him yeah. that he was an awesome dude. Cause you should do that in your life. Just tell people, Hey, you're awesome. 
And I recently um, had an old teacher pass away too. Yeah, it's sad, it is. especially when you have such good memories of them and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. He taught for thirty nine years at my high school. Thirty nine years. That's like wow. That's a long time, man. But um, yeah, Taylor Swift. You know what, Jenny? As a Jets fan, they're playing the Chiefs this week, mm-hmm. so it's like. The Jets are so bad now with Aaron Rodgers getting injured and this other, and they're just the Jets that like literally every Jets podcast I listen to is bringing in a Taylor Swift expert to explain to, to, to us Jet fans who Taylor Swift is. And I'm just like, what are you doing? And then this dude said, listen to what I he mean- said. Is someone living under a rock? Because even if you don't listen to her music, if you live in the U.S., you know who she is. Of course, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're just they're just killing time. You know, I was just making a kind of an in joke complaint to myself. Oh, I know. And I was just giving you a hard time. I know (laughs) because we're friends like that. (laughs) It it is just kind of crazy though. But I will say the one thing that did did uh, rankle my old ass was. This kid said, I don't know, he's, I, don't, I guess they're like in their early 30s. I can call him a kid. Um, he's like, you know, I heard that they couldn't get Taylor Swift to do the Super Bowl halftime because she's bigger than the Super Bowl. And I was like, dude, come on, man. Prince, you two, Beyonce, like how many people have done the Super Bowl halftime? Right. Dr. Dre nobody is bigger than this you're a performer i just it's just kind of silly how things get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger you know um (laughs) yes and it it is just because the jets are terrible listen if aaron Rodgers was playing this week they would not be talking about taylor swift and travis kelsey but uh they they are so as you said (laughs) they infected my brain um, well, let's get something, let's get to something else that has infected my brain and I infected your brain with it. And you actually agreed to watch the premiere I episode. Watch, yes. Just one. That's all I agreed to. Now I won't say for sure. I may decide to watch some more. I may not, but anyway, continue. Sorry. Well, I am dying to know, Jenny, I am dying to know. Your impressions. Now, you know, back in the day, Sarah and I covered The Bachelor here on the DVR podcast. Yes, you tried Network. to get me to watch it then. Yes, I did. <laughs> I certainly did. I wanted you to come on and, and guest on the show. Um, shout out to, to Sarah, who, by the way, is a Taylor Swift fan. Hopefully, she's not mad at me today. And um, I want us to see how, how did you like it? I mean, I was so excited. They announced it's just a little background. They announced that they were going to do this before COVID. This has been like literally, oh, really? I didn't yes, that. like way before. This has been like four or five years in the making that they were going to do this show. And then they announced this guy, Jerry, about, I don't know, like six months ago and started plastering his picture. They're really pushing this. They're putting it on at eight o'clock on Thursday, which is a great thing to do for old people. Because it's it's early, including myself. <laughs> yes, including me too, Jenny. That's what my <laughs> wife and I were both like. Oh, it's on at eight. That's great. Um, and then we looked at each other. We're like, yes, we are old. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. But this is basically it's. There's no. I mean, this is very simple concept. It's over. Basically, he's seventy one years old, and most mm-hmm. of the women are over sixty. Um, 
were there any that were under 60? I mean, I, I, I know that I probably was not looking at my big screen. No, I think they're looking at my little screen some of the time. So I missed some of their ages, but I thought they were all at least 60. I think you're right. I think they are. And when I say that, I only say that because I think one of them was 60 or 61. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's about the youngest you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell you what, so I will, okay, here was one impression. Okay. Uh, most of them did not look their age. So that was, yes. that was good, but I don't feel like I look my age and, you know, I've seen some memes lately on Facebook and it shows like characters from our childhood and how old they were <laughs> like Flo from, uh, Alice and oh Mel's God, diner and she was 39 and that, uh, who was it uh, from, or Archie Bunker, yes, whatever. Uh, yeah. Carol O'Connor was only, he was in his late forties and, you know, and then like all these different people. And I'm like, wow, I'm 50 and I don't feel like I'm nearly as old yeah. as any of those people in that meme. But anyway, I, I digress. Well, those ladies, they look very good. He looks good for 71 too. He's yeah. keeping himself in shape and taking care of himself. And it looked like they all did too. I have never, as I, as you made aware, never watched an episode of The Bachelor before. So, I mean, I kind of knew what the basic premise was, but I wasn't sure how it all operated. So him just like standing there as they all arrived, that was kind of weird to me. (laughs) That's the typical thing. They always stand there. They spray the driveway with water so it shines and glitters. And then the, the thing with The Bachelor and Bachelorette, they do the same thing with that too. They stand in the same place. Okay. is who is going to come out of the limo and be a real human and talk and say, hey, I'm nervous, you're nervous, and who's going to like wear a costume, ride up on a motorcycle? Mm-hmm. They did this. They did the same thing where um, the women hide behind a fence and watch mm-hmm. as another woman comes in, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was all the typical, I mean, they really, this was exactly an episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, except they're older, which I appreciated. I thought they were going to do gimmicky stuff, you know? Okay, so this is standard. Got it. Totally standard. When I was watching all these women arrive, I was like, how many fucking women are there? Because it seemed like (laughs) there were like 400 of them. I'm like, geez, Louise, how's he going to have time? to date all these women before he dies. But anyway, there's 22 um, to answer it's your 22 question. 22. Cause yeah. I looked it up because <laughs> I was sure that there were like 40. Um, but anyway, uh, I, um, when he, Oh, what, what, what was the next thing? Oh, so when they were, do- when they were arriving and then like, they had like just a couple of the women during the arrivals where they like told, more about their background or whatever you know they showed their couch interviews or whatever so i was wondering if that meant that those women were going to be around longer like it usually does on other uh reality series Uh, so is that usually mm. the case or no (laughs) well yes and no because just like in other reality shows they might play a bigger role earlier but then mm-hmm. they might be out by episode two okay. or three. The okay. Bachelor does really love to push one or two contestants early that are out quickly. And then kind of a person that's the steady person that you're like, oh, that's right. I have been following them along. And then all of a sudden they'll bring them forth. So I think that there are 
a couple of women here that are maybe going to flame out kind of quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them might stay long. And actually, I was quite surprised. My wife and I were very surprised that one of the first people to go home was Matt James' mom, who played a big role. He was actually the, he was, I, yeah, I think he was the first black bachelor and he was friends with uh, Tyler Cameron, who has now, or Taylor, is it Taylor or Tyler? I always get those names mixed up, but he's become kind of a star on his own, right? He's now on this, on this, uh, NBC special forces show where a bunch of mm-hmm. famous people are trained by special forces, but yeah. he's a really good looking guy. And then his, his roommate, they were Instagram famous for being, for doing like fun runs for charity and just being like great guys who also happen to be like six foot seven Adonises <laughs> uh-huh. who are just like super, they're like Uber mensch. Okay. And his wife, his wife, I should say, his mom played a pretty big role in his season of The Bachelor, oh. which I think was three seasons now, see, ago. I do remember her saying that to yeah. him, like when they met or, or when he was talking to her later. I don't remember for sure because it, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot trying to it keep all this lot. in. But I did not realize that she was one of the ones that went home. <laughs> yeah. As they never, they didn't really, I thought that they were going to really play her up but obviously there's no reason to if she goes home so quick she just i guess she just flamed out they, you know they had no chemistry and the jimmy fallon's aunt is that like normal to have some weird rant that's not real person? she's not really on the show <laughs> they just brought her in that was funny yeah though. <laughs> and then and then they go to her sleeping while all yeah, the other women yeah. are there she's like did um, I get a rose? <laughs> but uh, I don't. I wanted to talk a little bit about this dude, Jerry. He was married to his high school sweetheart at 22 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Lived happily for 43 years. <clears throat> Excuse me if I cough a little. I'm trying to move off the mic, folks, but I am a little sick. Um, and then she quickly died. Like. The day they closed on their dream house, she got a she got sick and died like eight days mm-hmm. late. I mean, that was really yeah. terrible. But yeah, can I? I just wanted to make this comment, and I'm trying to be. Whenever we talk about reality, Jenny, you know, people these are vicious shows, and people are mean, and I try to be nice. But there's some things that I notice. In the reality world. Now, in the real world, I might not say anything, but this is a reality TV show, so I'm going to say it. I'm going to ask you. Did it not seem to you that there was kind of a discrepancy in looks and kind of like maybe attitude between his wife or it just kind of seemed like as they showed the pictures, it was like. He seemed to get better looking and better looking as time uh, went on. He definitely is better looking now than yes. he was in that picture from before I was yeah. born. Um, but <laughs> and I wouldn't say the same for his wife. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this in a nice was, way. I think she just was kind of average looking to begin with, yeah. and, and was average looking to you know uh, not not ter- not ugly, but just 
we try and to be nice. Definitely not to unfortunate looking, just, you know, not a beauty queen either. Yes, I mean, were. just an average looking normal part human. Yeah. And he was he was kind of unfortunate looking and now he's good looking. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. It just it, it's a it's just it's a little made for TV. Like there is kind of this feeling I'm getting that they are kind that like he really loved his wife, right? Like he was really yeah. dedicated to his wife. Right. But he was kind of became a bit of a trophy husband in a sense or something. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> they're kind of playing it because she did also, I know she had this brief Ill, illness and died, but judging from the pictures, she did not look healthy. She seemed to look less health. It's not just about looks. I'm trying to say it was like, she looked to me like she maybe had been battling some other illnesses that maybe they didn't want to get into as time went on, but that's just me going off on reality TV. But I think it's a little, that was the only thing for me that I want to mention. Cause I'm trying, I was trying to kind of put my finger on what they were trying to do because it's like, they select the pictures on purpose you know what I'm saying? And it's right, like to tell tell the story yeah. that to, to craft to craft the story exactly. That they want to tell. <laughs> and so the narrative is almost I also feel like the narrative is like I really haven't gotten laid in a long time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they are kind of pushing that too. And I think oh, and obviously man. There's several of the women who are pushing that too, right? Like we're mm, just because we're older, right? Doesn't mean we don't get we're dead. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't mean we can't get freaky. Which I yeah. think is going to happen too, because Jenny, if you do keep on watching, th things progress. It leads up to a fantasy suite where he gets to spend the night with the top three women before he makes his ch final choice. Um, yeah, see that, <laughs> I don't know, just thinking about that as a premise again, yeah. remembering that I've never watched any of this franchise before. Like that sounds icky to me. <laughs> it is. It, it it has become a point of contention and icky. I mean, honestly, it sounds icky to me <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because like your test, what, what is it? And I mean, even if it's the bachelorette and it's the same situation, like you're what testing the goods or tasting the goods or whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah, it. Exactly. And I mean, I get that, that people do that, but with three different people, that's what makes it icky to me because like you should, you should not be, you should be decided before you're tasting the wares in a situation like that when you're, mm -hmm. they're all at the same time. It's evolved to yeah. me. I just don't like that. It sounds icky to me. So yuck. Well, that's the thing is, <laughs> Famously, what happened on The Bachelor is that they used to not like kind of the the policy was you don't talk about the fantasy suites about what okay. happened. Right. Then people started talking about it, of course, on podcasts after like the show was over and they would talk about it and say, well, you know what? I slept with this one and this one got mad. Then it became a part of the show because and even in the last season of the bachelor this doofus told this girl i'm gonna choose you i'm not gonna sleep with any of the other women and then he fucked one of the women 
And then he went back and he's like, oh, by the way, I'm sorry, but we had sex. And it became yeah. part of the show, just yeah, as you described it. Word, man. Yeah, it, it, it was very. He Don't was an say icky it dude. if you cannot hold yes. yourself to it. That's, that, that I didn't even all. watch that season. We only watched like the last episode to see what the drama was. And he was, you could tell right away. He was actually Putty from Seinfeld, his nephew. No. I don't remember oh, him. Okay. I, I know I've not, I've watched quite a, quite a bit of Seinfeld, yeah. but I've never like watched Seinfeld. Putty you was know what I mean? Eileen, <laughs> was uh, um, uh, Elaine. I, I, Elaine. I was going to say Eileen. Sorry, that's my cousin Eileen. <laughs> Elaine's uh, boyfriend. Who was okay. just like, hey, yeah, really? He played the tick later on. Um, yeah, I don't watch more those movies. Yeah. You know that. Anyway, his uh, anyway. his nephew was a real cad. But um, let's jump into some of the women here, okay? As we talk, <laughs> yeah. About it. So I don't remember any of their names, but I did okay. like I did like quite a few of them, and I wanted to say that. Uh, I don't know if you watched the coming up this season. You probably didn't because I know you don't like to do that. But it made me sad for these people, you know, like because the heartbreak that people feel because you like get really attached in these kind of situations. And I was like, this is just going to make me cry. Why would I want to watch another show that just makes me cry? (laughs) So anyway, let's go into the women, like you said. (laughs) I do think I was going to say overall, my impression is. This does have something that the other bachelor and bachelorette shows don't have. I have never believed that a person, a lot of the bachelor and bachelorettes they've had recently have been like 28, 27. If you're on a fucking reality show looking to get married in your early or late twenties, you're just not living life right. Okay. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're on TV or an Instagram person and you're trying to get famous. That's what it's really about. This actually seems like these this dude really wants to find like it's really kind of fulfilling the main premise of the show, which has become a joke to people watching the show and people on the show. I imagine so. Yeah. So nobody really these marriages don't really work out. And if they do, it's in spite of the show, not because Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So on that premise. Yeah. So I think that. This is this did sound interesting to me when you and Gina were talking about it before when you were talking about it coming up on one of your previous podcasts, Um, because it does sound like it could have an opportunity to be a more genuine thing because and I say this as so my uh, stepdad, my mom and stepdad were married for over 30 years and um, he passed away, excuse me, in 2012. And my mom, she didn't date for a long time, but now she's dating and she's been dating for a few years. I mean, it's been 11 years since he passed away and she's 71 and um, she really wants love. She wants somebody to spend time with. And, you know, it's lonely being older, you know. When you're just by yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, she has kids and grandkids and whatnot, but. we're all grown, you know? And so, you know, you just want somebody to spend some time with, and she's made a lot of friends through these friend connection things, but because of knowing my mom that way and, and uh, the men that she's dated that are widowers or divorced or whatever, um, 
I and it does seem to go a little faster than I necessarily feel like it should be going. I'm like, mom, that's okay, whatever. Um, it's your yeah, life. They move You're 71. They move quick. Uh, so, so that's why I was like, I may give this one a chance. Uh, when when you asked me, I I, I normally would have firmly kept my no answer. <laughs> So I think that this does have a chance to be very interesting. And when I did see the coming up this season or whatever, I did see, you know, some little things where it looked like there were some heartbreaks happening and I could see where that could be legitimately real. I could see also where some people may be playing it up because they're on TV, but you know, that happens with reality TV, but yeah, I'm done with my uh, monologue. (laughs) That's okay. Um, I want to say, before we get into the women, I'll say this. The last Bachelor was a guy named Zach Shellcross. That was the nephew of Putty from Seinfeld. Okay. He was born in 1996. <laughs> now, if we then extrapolate to that, we go 96. How old is he, Jenny? Are you better at math than me? I actually uh, Yeah, because to... my son is 98 and he's 25, so he okay. would be 27. He's 27 years old okay Mm -hmm. this guy jerry is 72 okay Okay. that's funny i'm 49 (laughs) yeah who am i closer in age to uh the old man (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i just wanted to i just wanted to point that out before we continue (laughs) this is something i realized while i was watching and i said to my wife she was like, older people are really going to like this. And I was like, no, we are older people. We're closer in age to him than we are to the last Bachelor and Bachelorette, mm-hmm. honey. And she was like, no, it's about, they're like in their 30s. I was like, no, they're like in their or mid to late 20s. And then I was like, oops, yes, we're closer in age to Jerry. So what you're saying about the idea of finding love while you're older, same thing happened with my mom. My mom divorced my stepfather. She got married. She dated a bunch of guys. She got married again. Even towards the end, her and my my second stepfather were a little bit on the out. She was kind of talking to some other guy. And I was like, oh, my God, mom, how do you have the time? But if that's, you know what I mean? You, if that, if that's what you're seeking, you go for it. And I think Mm -hmm. this show, like you said, the women look younger and when people point out things like that like um wilford brimley was like 45 in cocoon or right. something like that exactly yeah all this kind of thing it, I, I it is true but it's also true that people played up age in television because that was the societal norm so mm-hmm. people were they were made to to be older at a younger age on television, right? When you look back at it and you see who were playing moms and dads and stuff like that, but also our society has changed and people right. live longer, people can be healthier. I mean, God, look at all the doofuses out there with like six packs and huge muscle. Like a lot of people can just go into the gym. Hey, I was mm-hmm. watching that Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary and he mm-hmm. was pointing out, you know, back in the day, and I when I watched like, talking about football in the in the in the eighties, football players didn't even work out. They didn't even have workout routines. 
Seriously. And they looked flabby and yeah, stuff. I they remember. Came, yeah. They would come and train. <laughs> Training camp was really actually to get in shape. Mm-hmm. You got to get back into football shape. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, it's like TB12. They're like 24-7. All they do is live for their body. Mm-hmm. So things have changed. But all right. Was there a fav? I sent you a list if you look in the chat. Oh, Okay. You can access that list and we can talk about who might be your favorite of the women or who you think might have Jerry's heart already. Okay. Well, he gave that one that came in on the motorcycle. uh, The first, what was that called? The The first, he gave her the first rose, the first impression rose. Yeah. Yes. I felt like he had a good connection with her. The, that was, um, I will tell you that is a woman named Anna. Mm-hmm. And I think that Jerry, one of the things I always do in the bachelor is whenever they show a picture of their ex-girlfriend or whatever, their ex-wife, you can kind of tell Jerry likes mm-hmm. brunettes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious. I, there were quite a few blondes there left were. though, weren't there? There were quite a few, but he's- Well, part he, of that, so let me let me just go ahead and now you can see me right now and anybody that you know is in the Facebook group can see what I look like. I have brown hair. I have streaks of gray, whatever. But as you get older, women tend to dye their hair. Yeah. Um, even if they're Men just too. salt and pepper like I am. But it's easier to go blonde- because you don't have the dark roots. So a lot more women who were not originally blonde go blonde in older age because it's easier to maintain with the light roots to have a lighter hair color. So that's part of why you probably have a large proportion of ah, blonde ladies. But that's interesting. The, okay. I did not I, think I've about noticed that. this in society. Yeah. In it's general. easier to do it that way. Okay. It is. I never it is. figured it. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, I should know that because as a redhead, I've always had trouble. I once tried to like dye my hair. Any it's yeah, very redheads hard. Redheads can't to, really dye yeah, their hair no, well. I can't the red always comes through. Yep. Um, I once tried but, to have black hair, but and it came a lot out of time. Purple. Oh wow! Yeah. A lot of time when you um, get older, though, your hair will just fade to like a strawberry blonde, and so it's like it might look gray in some lights, or it may turn like white white. I've known redheads that do that too, but yeah. a, a lot of times it'll just fade into like a strawberry blonde color, and or, so yeah, or it won't are... because my dad told me stayed red. Oh, no, no. My dad's hair went uh, went white in his mid tw- mid to late 20s. And he told me my whole life, your hair, you're going to you're going to lose this red hair. Enjoy it while you can. And it never happened. I still have pretty vibrant red hair, but his his was gone by his mid 20s and he dyed his hair like his entire life. I used to make fun of him. He used to be like okay. us redheads. I'd be like, you're not a redhead anymore, dad. So looking at these uh, women, you got the, the one that you were just talking about. The, Summit, uh, New Jersey. The mom of. Uh, oh, Matt James' mom. Yes. She scares me looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty I, no, intense. That picture, I don't like that picture yeah, for no. one, but she was intense she in was person intense. too. Yeah. Um, let's see. Some of these I don't. Do you remember which ones were let go besides her? Um, 
I don't remember in particular. I could look it up. Which oh yeah, Renee was let go. Who oh, came in Sylvia like the cheerleader costume? Me of Johnny from this season of Love Is Blind. Oh God! <laughs> she looks like she could be her mom. And I think that this woman Susan, who kind of reminded me of Liza Minnelli, you know who I'm talking about? Very yes, large I mouth. Do. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Chris Jenner too. That's what. That's what Perry oh, said. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, she's yeah. from Pennsylvania. I think he liked her. Yeah. Well, her. Sylvia's right below her. Yep. And she's the one that looks kind of like Johnny from Love is Blunt. Oh, And he kept right. Teresa, too, right? The one right below her. He sure did keep Teresa. And he liked, and she's from New Jersey, too. The New Jersey She's got women. a very wide smile, too. Yes, yes. And she is also, by the way, she lives in Shrewsbury. And they showed a little, uh, uh, like, a helicopter. I want to say helicopter, but it was a drone. A little drone shot of Shrewsbury. And then they showed mm-hmm. her house. And let me tell you, and she's a financial services professional. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry, if you marry her, you can have about 15 of those dream houses that you had, because I'm pretty sure that she is a v- did very well for herself. <laughs> she seems really smart, really like she's been she's used to telling people what to do most of her life and her professional career but i think she's going to be a bit of a a bit of a firecracker that to yeah. me is i'm wondering are they going to have drama nobody like, got drunk nobody I went feel like crazy susan probably looks the most like his ex-wife yes i think so too it's that he likes dark it's the dark hair yeah. and in the short dark yep. hair but also like the i feel eyes. like she's kind of intense too like mm-hmm. i don't know good yes um, i think susan is uh, now my favorite i have to admit i did like sandra yes she was very raised. much i liked her a lot and by the way she's gorgeous mm-hmm. she's got great arms uh, yes she does very nice arms retired executive assistant she too was like super smart and seemed like she was ready to tell jerry what to do because jerry needs to be told what to do let's be honest here (laughs) jenny jerry does not seem like the like a real like take control type of guy no i think his wife was telling him what to do for the majority of his life that's what he's really looking for mommy to tell him what to do now Mm -hmm. i think natasha who was the pro aging coach who had him down laughing on the ground. Remember they did the little laughing thing on the yoga mats. Uh Yeah. She might be a little sneaky. I liked her personality and she was kind of tough. And I think in the end, that is what Jerry is going to kind of go for. I think he likes a tougher woman. Unfortunately, I think Marina uh, who's from uh, Los Angeles. I think she she's Indian. Yeah. I don't think that he had much of a connection with her, but for me, she was like my second favorite. Uh, first of all, I thought she was very pretty. And yes, I just, and she seemed very sweet too. Very classy. Three mm-hmm. master's degrees too. Right? I like that. I saw that. Yep, I like that a lot. See, that was part of, you know, when I... When I, when I met my wife, one of my, um, you know, we, we met on match.com. Did I ever tell you that? Uh, no, I don't think you yeah, did. Cause I, did. I think I have wondered how you yeah. and Perry met. I met Perry on match.com. My friend, uh, Mike, who I used to make movies with mm-hmm. his girlfriend, Jordan. Um, I had been kind of, I had broken up with a girl I had been dating for a while and I'd kind of been like, you know, seeing different girls or meeting different girls. 
but I really, you know, I was like, I don't know. I really want to meet somebody nice. And she signed me up for match.com. She took like a <laughs> picture of me. She signed me up and she said, here, we're signing you up. And, um, my specifications were, you had to be over six feet tall, the woman and have at least two master's degrees. No, you did not say yeah. those things. Oh yes, I did. And there were only three women in all of Manhattan that met that requirement. And my wife, Perry, was one of them. <laughs> I don't believe you put that down. I sure did. <laughs> Jenny, I sure did. I definitely did. I mean, I saw other women. I mean, I know but, she know, is really tall. <laughs> that's the filters. You could set up the filters. And I set up that filter and... That was the filter I got. It was between her and a, and a six foot one, very pretty blonde from Texas. But um, she was away. She said she wanted to go on a date with me, but she was away. And then I went on the date with Perry. And then I wrote her a message and I said, I'm good. <laughs> and that was it. That's my um, bachelor story. So this uh, Leslie... Yes. From Minnesota. Minnesota. She scares me too. <laughs> Wait, let me get down her. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. She looks ambitious. Yeah. Fitness instructor. She was the one in, in Jane Fonda. I wonder if, do you think Andy knows her? We'll have to ask Andy if he knows her. <laughs> because she's from Minnesota. So yeah. he Just, has to know her because hey, all Minnesotans know each other. I know everyone in New Jersey, Jenny. Well, do you know this Maria? I don't even really remember her from last night. Did Maria. she didn't make an impression on me? Apparently, let me see. Let me scroll down. Uh, She's right. No, nope. I don't. Th that's see. She, if She's she from Teaneck, New Jersey, she, you're supposed to know her. Mm, Teaneck. I don't know her. You know why? Because I never really hung out in Teaneck. Um, health and wellness director. There is also you see a lot of these people are fitness. Mm -hmm. Right. Educational. But then the project managers is quite Jeannie might be a secret. I don't know. I felt that she had some personality. Jeannie's favorite Joan color looks like is she neon. should be on dynasty. She does. Yeah. Now I would have to say she, I would, she was sitting there and she's like, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. And that editing told me that she's going to play a bigger part later. We didn't see a lot of her, but when we did see her, there seemed to be a little bit of desperation and a little bit of, um, like she figured she was going to be hot stuff walking in, you know, like she was a little mm -hmm. taken aback that he hadn't given her attention so far. And that mm -hmm. is definitely an archetype of the bachelor, the person who walks in thinking, this person should be giving me attention, you know, who kind of flips the game. Mm -hmm. um, and she does love dancing after a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> so were you starting to say something about Jeannie? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. Oh, Kathy is another one who I thought was. Uh, that's the, the one that he picked last, right? Yeah. That would make, I would feel some kind of way about that if I were her. <laughs> Oh, no, I was just going to say Jeannie. No one wants to be picked last. <laughs> well, you know what? It has to happen, so. In The Bachelor, the 
the real important ones are the person picked first and last. So sometimes the person picked last is actually the runner up Hmm. in early on because they're making a big, like, who am I going to pick? Oh, I pick her. You know what I mean? Like there's only these left. So they've kind of played that into being something uh, important. So it might be that she, and she has that dark look too. So, Mm -hmm. you know, she kind of looks like that too. A little shorter bob going on. She got a little, got a little, uh, what that Jennifer Aniston kind of cut going on, right? Uh-huh. What, what was that called? The Rachel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She the Rachel. Um, all right. Anything you want to move on to Love is Blind? Want to Sure. G- all right. Let's move on. But I'm, I'm happy that you watch. Overall, what's your opinion? If you had to give a one, uh, just reduce your, your thoughts on The Golden Bachelor. Are, were you interested enough to watch again? What did you think? Well, as I said, I'm concerned that it's just going to make me cry because I don't like seeing people being heartbroken if they're good people. And a lot, and it seemed like most of these people, came, the ones that I heard talking and whatever, for the most part, they, they seemed like they were overall good people. And nobody likes to see good people getting hurt. So nah, I'm not good. sure if I'll continue watching. But if I was going to watch a Bachelor franchise, I'm glad that I watched this this one as the one I was going to watch even just one episode of. So I don't, I'm not mad that I watched it. I don't feel like I wasted that hour or the time we've been yeah. talking about it. <laughs> Me, I, I, I think that this is going to be a gateway drug to Bachelor Nation for many people, especially because Bachelor in Paradise follows it. Now that's a completely opposite yeah, shit show. Yeah, my coworker was trying yeah. to get me to watch that one too, and I was no. like, "Yeah, no." That, it, <laughs> yeah, and unless you kind of have invested in some of the other seasons, they kind mm-hmm. of they don't really catch you up on Batch in Paradise. It, you mm-hmm. you got to know, oh, that's that person from that, you know. So right. Um. All right. Let's 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 move down a little bit. Let's move down the couch, as they say, because I'm looking at people hmm. sitting on couches because that's what they do in this whole show in their pods. Yes. Let's do. talk about season five of Love Is Blind on Netflix. They dropped the first four episodes last Friday. Mm-hmm. There is yep. another. Three dropping right. tonight, right? Are no, they they're, dro- there. they're they're there. They're I've there. watched them. They oh you okay? No spoilers. <laughs> I've watched then. all. I've watched all three. <laughs> okay, no spoilers. No. Spo- I'm all gonna right. watch those with. Uh, Am with- I allowed to talk about the first four episodes? Yes, stuff? yes. That's okay. what we're gonna talk about. So we're just okay. gonna talk about in the pods. I don't know. Okay. How fa- if they move totally out of them? Um, but I have. I want to start out by saying, we've talked about Love Is Blind before. I'm a little bit, I was, I get excited because it's fun. My wife and I get to watch and make fun of people. It's a fun show. But I do feel like this show has been so lacking drama and they've almost purposefully edited it to exclude from what I felt were some of the most dramatic moments that we found out about later through interviews and knowing that this is the same people who make um, Married at First Sight, it's the same production company and the same producers and directors and all that shit. I know that Netflix is like, was pushing them 
to kind of make it a little bit more bland and not so crazy, but they must've stopped pushing them people because the first four episodes, in my opinion, these are the best four episodes of love is blind. I hope the other three continue this and the drama flows because we got people backstabbing. We got people getting dumped and pretending like they like the second place person. It is a crazy show so far, and I am really enjoying it. What do you think, Jenny? Uh, I'm glad to not see any arenas this year or this season. Um, yeah. I Because she was just messy, like just messy through all of last season. Um, it hasn't been extremely drama filled. You're correct. And I have not hated it. I have liked a lot of the people and some of the people that I liked uh, in previous seasons, I don't like as much anymore. <laughs> oh, no, in this season. Oh, in this season. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, that was starting to change even with those first four episodes. So that's all I'm talking about right now. Because initially, I liked um, Uche and Aaliyah, and I thought they were really cute and really sweet, and uh, it seemed like they were having the talks that they needed to be having. But then he uh, asks her about whatever, and she tells him about the time when she cheated. And, uh, right. And then he like holds that against oh her. Oh my God, this guy. And is, can I just say I what mean, Gina called him? Douche? <laughs> Yeah, he that was is funny. <laughs> such, this is from the moment this dude opened his mouth, I was like, this guy is so fucking fake. He is a constructed, <laughs> we've all met people like this in our lives mm -hmm. who you meet and you're like, you are not, you are a constructed human. Like you are not a real person. Like nothing you present is who you are. It is a constant you thinking what people want you to be right? Or what you want to present yourself to be to other people. I just find yeah, him to be completely he, fake. And, and he's, and he's, and he gaslights her. Oh, he's terrible. And, and he's just, he's just a shitty human. Totally and like shy. I said, I liked him at the beginning oh, with, with Aaliyah because I thought that they were, they were meshing well and it seemed cool, but it was before I really knew a whole lot about him because you know, that, that happened with the, her cheating story not too far into those episodes. I, wasn't that in episode two? Yes. Or was it three? No, I, I think know. it was three. Whatever. I think it was, they flowed really quick for me. I, yeah. I, I really so, enjoyed them. Um, but I, I, he's just shitty. And I've also, I've been listening to, so uh, I, I, one of the Patreon, um, one of the feeds, podcast feeds that I'm a Patreon supporter uh -huh. of has been, has just started this week doing, and they're doing like one a day. And so they've done like the first four episodes so Who is far it? they're it's, they're calling it Sh shut the fuck up. Nick Lachey, <laughs> <laughs> which is like hilarious, that. but uh, they were talking about, you know, his, his triggering behaviors and the way that, and then like Aaliyah still like wanted to be with him and whatever. And then like I had liked Lydia all along until when Uche had told when he told Aaliyah about Lydia and she was dumbfounded. Especially like I, 
I was so mad for her because I'm like, the way he treated you I about know. you being honest about some shit you never even had to tell him. That was And then he wanna come at you with this nonsense. Yeah. So yes, I'm sorry. My voice got real high there right no, there. That's, but um, I like it. It's you're getting passionate. <laughs> I was uh I was just dumbfounded. So uh then when she goes back in the girl's dorm or whatever and she tells Lydia that she knows. And Lydia seemed like she was being genuine with her before to me. Um, I think she was comforting her and wanting to be her friend and whatnot. But then when Aaliyah told her, when when Lydia's like, oh, I could tell you so many stories. Yes. And oh, Aaliyah God. says, I don't want to hear it. And then she wouldn't shut the fuck up. Oh, my God, I was like, Jenny. shut the fuck up. Yes. Shut the fuck thank up, Lydia. For, stop it. Thank you for bringing that up. That was. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. I listen, I don't know. It's hard for me to tell. And maybe that you've watched some more episodes. You can tell if Lydia is mentally disturbed or it's purposeful. I'm not quite sure with some people. It can be hard to tell, but there is I have something things wrong that I with could her. say, but I'm not going to say okay. them because I okay. feel like it's from things that I've seen of the three new episodes. So I'm going to just leave that one alone. I, I did like her uh, from the beginning, and really, and I still, Jenny, I did. you I liked like her. Pe- you really like. I, I do. I like I'm so people jaded. until they make me not like. You them. are a good person because I am the exact opposite. I come into every single reality show thinking everyone is a complete <laughs> asshole doofus. Well, it doesn't take long for some people me. to get on my. <laughs> That's some true. of them. I'm like immediately like yeah. that season where that guy shake or whatever the hell oh, he was. God, yes. Uh, oh, I knew was immediately. Yeah. I knew immediately that I did not like that. Yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. See with Lydia, the <laughs> way that her and Aaliyah were hugging each other. And mm-hmm. now, as a dude, okay, I am an affectionate dude. I hug my friends. When I see my friends, I give them a hug. If I'm sitting there, I might come over and give them. Uh, my friends have always said to me, get, get off me, Axel. Stop giving me a hug. You know? See, when Solo and I see each other, we just hug each other the whole time. We're both affectionate dudes. But women yeah. do tend to be a little bit more like, let's lie in bed together and chat, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah. This made me uncomfortable in a way that I can't describe because it wasn't, I wasn't uncomfortable because two women were holding each other or anything. I don't Mm -hmm. care. That wasn't it. It just seemed so weird. It just, it just seemed very strange. Like Aaliyah was totally buying into Lydia 100% completely and, and, just opening herself up to her. Now I know they're stuck in these pods. It's a reality show, right? right? right. It's sensory deprivation and it's excess uh, mm-hmm. sensory, or I don't mm-hmm. know what the opposite is called, but the Navy SEALs know sensory they do that overload. shit. Sensory overload, thank you, right? It's either or, mm-hmm. but it was very strange. And the way Lydia was holding her and talking to her, it's gonna be okay, darling, it's gonna be okay. And then you're right, she turns that and she's like, I can tell you everything about him and you can see Aaliyah getting more and more uncomfortable. Yeah. So I, like that's why Lydia. I can't so tell. I still, I still don't, don't dislike her even after these oh, three episodes, okay. but I do have more questions around her. It's okay. basically it. But in that scene, 
when she was holding her and comforting her, it was okay at the beginning. It was when she went to the, I could tell you all these stories that it was like, this is not the time or the place. If there's ever a time or place, you could tell your other girlfriends about shit. Do you think she knew that though? So I think that she was just not thinking straight. She was just like, relieved that that the the secret was out and she didn't have to keep it anymore and then she was just like vomiting out shit and i don't know if she was like doing it in a calculated way to hurt Aaliyah. i don't think she was but she was being she was being emotionally stupid yes she (laughs) she was not catching she was not picking up the signals that Aaliyah was putting out and Aaliyah even told her she didn't want to know. And she just kept running off at the mouth. And what was Aaliyah supposed to do? Just like get up and walk away. I feel like Lydia would have followed her like a little freaking puppy. Yep. You know, I agree. Yeah. That's what was weird about it. It was like the complete subjugation that she had to her when it, why, you're like yeah. equals in this weird situation, mm-hmm. but that make that shows you that right. Like when she is stressed, may, may, that's maybe an indication of how her relationship may go in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, I did like Milton. I thought Milton was an interesting cat. Maybe there's a a hint. He grew on me. Oh, okay. He grew on you. I immediately mm-hmm. liked him because he's a big nerd. And he looks like a big a nerd. And yeah, it was kind of, but he got more, got a little bit more complex as time yeah, went yeah. on. Yeah. And I like that. And I that actually about like him. him. I like him a good bit. Okay, good. You know, I'm glad you still like me. Milton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that he was a cool dude. Not sure. Now, who did Milton end up with again? Um, Lydia. Oh, that's right. With Lydia. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is I'm not sure that that is. A real yeah, thing. Yeah, I never was either. Yeah, because Lydia, when Lydia, the story that Duche and Lydia told to Aaliyah was different. And the difference was that I actually thought Duche was not too bad in this respect because he was just kind of honest and he said that Lydia wanted to give it a go. Like it was brought, he said it was brought up that we should maybe start from the beginning. But I, Mm -hmm. but, and I was like, no, Mm -hmm. we saw that and it was all Lydia. And it seemed to me that Lydia was, she immediately was like, this is a message from the stars. We we're, this is another chance. Like she was into douche. Mm Mm-hmm. She wanted that part of it made me have questions yeah. too. I still, like I said, I don't hate her or anything. Uh, I mean, she she's did not, not tell like the top truth. of my list of happy people, but I have, I have questions for Lydia. Okay, <laughs> I do. Too. Yeah, because that was not the truth. She played it off, and then she was like, "I think she actually said to Milton he wanted to continue, but I said no." And that was not what happened. It was I think the exact that she said opposite. That too. Yes, I believe it, that yep. that is what she told Milton. It was the exact which is opposite. Not true, yeah. But I like that they're both geologists. And by the way, there's like five geologists. He's an engineer, but he has like. No, Milton. 
Oh, yeah, you're he's right. He's an engineer. He, but he has like geology. Because like, he's, he's a, a petroleum yeah. engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows mm-hmm. all about, but he keeps on yeah. talking about the rocks and like, is that a quasimaga? Is that a, I can't, I, I'm just making words up. Right. <laughs> they were, they were nerding out or geeking out. Or is that whatever, a crustaceous? Is that a, what do you, <laughs> um, all right. So we've got the Milton, Aaliyah, Duche. We need to talk about Izzy. Okay. And Lydia was part of that yes. debacle too. But that she yep. was like, he ruled her out pretty quick, which he hurt did. her feelings. But um, Johnny and Stacy. Oh, okay. That's right. It was between Izzy, Izzy choosing between Johnny, who then goes, then after being dumped. <laughs> Yeah, because Izzy dumps her. Izzy dumps her, and then she goes for bland white dude whose name I can't remember right Chris. now. Chris. Um, who, oh, God, now I'm looking at Jared the firefighter. I'm like, okay, that's going to be a whole nother story. JP, he's the one that's with the blonde chick. Yeah. They seemed JP. all extra vanilla, did they not? I, yeah. I really didn't have a feel for either of them. Um, Johnny? In the first four. Let's talk about Johnny. We're talking about Izzy and Johnny, and then she goes with the other dude. I can't recall my wife and I were trying to figure out what actress she looks like. But she really looks like a certain actress that I can't remember. Hmm. I don't know who it, it's a there's a. There's a little bit of Tory spelling in her, maybe. I don't know, but there's a, some other. I don't know. I always felt like Tory Spelling's head looked like a horse head. Uh, okay, we can agree on that. <laughs> and I'm not going to disagree uh... that Johnny may not have the same uh, look. She's interesting. I felt that she, I did not like her. In the beginning, <laughs> I kind of liked her. So. Okay, I'm sorry. I got to tell you what comes up here because I I typed in Johnny Love is Blind looks like and Google suggests a cartoon character, Property Brothers, actor, Beans, Gary Busey, Ben Affleck, J-Lo, Jesse Williams, and Jackson Avery. (laughs) What? Oh, my God. So nobody knows who she looks like. So I'm going to put like Definitely not Ben Affleck. Okay. That's weird. (laughs) Um, But- she sure can when when Izzy dumped her ass, man, she sure convinced herself that uh she liked what's his name, Chris? Real yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Chris, project manager. Oh, this is the guy. Okay. See, it's been this is I Allison love the memories Bree? come. Uh, maybe, Alice, maybe that's where maybe. I found a Reddit thread that says okay. that Johnny reminds me of Allison Bree. Does anyone okay. else? Okay, yes, maybe like her cousin, maybe like a- Allison Bree's cousin. And I think this is a picture of Allison Bree here, and I could, I could yeah. agree that cousin for sure would be definitely. I like yeah. that. Maybe that's who There's I the thought. Link so you can see it too. Anyway, mm. they both have so, that kind of blank stare too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you were saying. Oh, I'm just saying the, Chris is the guy who told the story of having sex against his this, will in Mexico yes, yes. when he mm-hmm. was 17, um, mm-hmm. which I felt was a real story. I think that 
you know, whatever. I'm not. I'm never one to feel that reality shows should dive too deep because it's a freaking reality show and he's like in a pod in Netflix. But right. this is a thing that happens. Um, yeah, I and I feel kind of like 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 the Netflix and whoever it is that does the the production for this, the production company or whatever, that that's a little exploitive when they like people's like deep, dark secrets that they're sharing because they're getting to know people and then they put it on TV. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever it but is. But that's what it the is. point and though. Exactly. And you know that it could be broadcast. So I guess he was okay with it. Yeah. Knowing. Well, that's what I'm feeling. It's what I'm saying is, I, again, I'm very skeptical when it comes to reality, but I feel like this guy is kind of setting himself up to be kind of like the lovable loser, the the kind of like starry-eyed romantic who never mm-hmm. quite reaches the goal because he's actually more romantic than women are. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I also, I mean, look, I know you were 17 in Mexico. You were drunk. This isn't what you really wanted to happen. Um, I don't know. I just felt it was a little like, it's just like on the bachelor where they're like, okay, now's the time where everyone's going to tell their sad story, you know, but maybe, you know, they're built, it's editing, it's editing and they're building Mm -hmm. him up. But I feel like that was there on purpose to set him up as being the schlub. And it's Mm -hmm. a bit unfortunate for him when Mm -hmm. you tell that kind of story and that's going to kind of define you throughout the show. I feel like that's going to define him. So one of the things with uh, that whole little trio, I, I believe it's in the end, toward the end of episode four, when uh, 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 Chris and Izzy and the guys in the pot, their yeah. men's area are talking. And um, they basically say that she told them exact opposite stories. But... Um, she really didn't. I agree with you. I agree she, with you. She basically what she was telling Izzy, but he maybe wasn't hearing it this way, is that she does tend to like, for example, the man that she married, she wasn't necessarily in love with him. Right. But she felt safe with him. Ah. And that's what she was experiencing yep. with Chris. Now, what she felt like, and so she could see what that would look like, because basically she lived it before. Yes, I think they totally misinterpreted what she said, Jenny. So then then what she was telling Izzy is that he is probably more like her... former boyfriend that exactly. died, you know was a had an addiction disorder exactly. and died of an overdose because he's the bad boy persona yes. that like is more exciting and whatnot yep. and then they want to i mean i felt like she should not have broken it off with chris before she was sure of what was happening totally. with izzy totally one and two after she did that, you made your bed, you lay down in it, honey. <laughs> like, don't, because it made her look, what's that word they say now, thirsty or whatever? Yes, because they do say that. They, uh, she's, then it looks like she's just trying to get the trip to Mexico. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like she's just do, using her backup plan. So, um, you know, I feel like she really did have a good connection with Chris, but that she was afraid of making that safe choice for another husband that, she may or may not fully 
love. Like she wants the exciting love. She doesn't want the safe and secure love. And so she basically told them that in different ways, but they did not interpret it properly, as you said. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you. They they flipped it. They totally flipped it. And but yeah. I, and, and I actually think that that is when the show is sometimes at its best, especially in the early part here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse uh, me. I had to. I had to cough for a second. I hope. I, 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 I hope I, I, I muted myself. Yeah. You did. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I think that's interesting when they when they do show the people talking about what's when they actually do share what's happening, which is mm-hmm. a, a little bit of a rarity. Like remember when Chris also said, "Oh, you're always going to be no. You know, you'll always have this on me." Right. That she wanted you more than mm-hmm. me, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of joking about again, mm-hmm. setting himself up for schlub status, yep. which this yep. guy is like the sad bastard. Um, but yeah, it was fun to see that because that is a thing that was an example of when an experiment, a social experiment like this can be kind of eye opening, like, ah, oh, that is frequently men r- see themselves in the total opposite role then the woman sees them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's kind of a typical man thing. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like Mm -hmm. he thinks he's the hero. No, no, no. You don't understand what she means by someone who's safe. You're the the way you're interpreting it is completely opposite than what she means. You're not interpreting it from her perspective. You're interpreting it somehow from your own perspective. You need to try and see it from where she's coming from. He automatically had to put himself on like a higher level, you know, Um, and think, oh, of course she's talking about me. But the thing (laughs) is that might be true, right? Like it may, and that's what I'm interested in seeing when I watch tonight episodes you've seen is, does she say to herself, wow, I guess I was right. He is a better man because though I like Izzy, there's a certain nervous energy or self-doubt. There's something about him yes. that- there's there there's a there's a there, the the there's center something shady yeah I, I, see i can't that's how tell. i perceive it okay. it's not really necessarily shady okay but it's like something secretive yes. or something hidden like i agree like, i don't know it's some that's why i'm like it's it's, yes. it's in the background somehow i, I don't, don't yeah i don't know if it's a negative shade or it's a it's a trauma or if it's uh if it's a protective thing or if it's i don't know I don't know what it might be, but I also felt um, because we did get to see Izzy and we haven't yet talked about what's her name, Izzy, who Izzy eventually gets with Stacy Stacy. So that's where Johnny doesn't do herself any favors when she goes back into the women's dorm and starts talking yep. trash about Stacy and like, he's never going to be happy with Stacy and whatever. Cause see that makes you look like bitter Betty too. So yeah, <laughs> you bitter, but you a thirsty, bitter Betty. Don't do it. But Don't did, do it. <laughs> did you not get the impression that he was more into her than she was into him? I th- I feel like she is very flighty, and I feel like she is on this show to be on a TV show. Uh, Chris, you mean was more into her, or no, no? Oh, you mean Izzy and Stacy? Stacy. So yeah, she does not seem so. 
when he chose her over Johnny, because I was, I, I semi liked Johnny. I, I really didn't have, I hadn't quite developed an opinion. She hadn't really done anything that made me think she was bad. Uh, I thought she might be a better match for Izzy because they seemed like they could be more open with one yeah, another. Yeah, I agree. Then um, Stacy and him appeared to be, they were keeping it all lighthearted and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like, if you're going to marry somebody, you need to have some depth to your relationship because it is literally not all, you know, sunshine and roses. It, you know, yeah, <laughs> you have to have some kind of depth that you can work from when times are hard and you barely know each other and you're just keeping it surface level. And yet you're going to marry this person in a few weeks. Come on now. You've got to be a little deeper yeah, than that. You got to dive deep Jenny. surface. And, and I also, I just feel like she is very, um, not unself-conscious she does i do not think she has a deep understanding of herself and whenever you meet a person and granted she's 34 years old okay she's 34 Mm -hmm. and she's sitting there going look at me saying i love someone look at me (laughs) this is so silly it's like uh, you you sound like you're 13 when you say things like that's not an adult when an adult talks like that to you or in my life, I've been like, you're not very mature, are you? Like, you don't, like, that's, are, are we really, like, are you really trying to pretend that you don't want to be with anyone or you're, you know, I just feel like she is very superficial in general. You'll learn a little more about her this evening. Okay. Maybe, maybe, okay. Maybe I'll, maybe there's some kind of trauma there or maybe there's something else there or, but there was definitely, I didn't. I wasn't really buying into her, but then again, maybe her facade could break and I could learn something new. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think she was really there for the right reasons. Okay. Okay. I I agree with you. Like I didn't have a bad vibe from her necessarily, No, but she just didn't seem like it was kind of like arena last season. She wasn't there to get married. She was literally there to get famous. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that was so clear. And that's part of see to me, when a sh- when a reality show progresses, it needs to become self-referential and it needs to break down that like proverbial like fourth wall and say, we're on a show. It's just like the famous bachelor thing, right reasons. Are you here for the right reasons? And the wrong reasons are that you just want to be famous on a TV show. You just want to mm-hmm. get attention. You know, Mm -hmm. so that's, I think that this show should bring that. I hope they do, but I know in other seasons they have kind of brought up a little bit. I think you're just here to be on the show. Mm -hmm. The sad thing of all of this love is blind for me is that when I watch a season of, you know, real housewives, when I watch a season of Southern charm or below deck or something, I know that my man, Andy Cohen, at the end of the season is going to sit down and hold all these people to task and ask all the amazing, fun questions and make fun of people and call them on their bullshit. And Bravo will bring out clips and they edit the whole show to show how people are wrong. But I have, speaking of shut up Nick Lachey or whatever that podcast was called that you were talking about. Shut the fuck up, Nick Lachey. Oh it's God. great. God. 
they are the worst hosts in they all are. of reality Legit. television. The worst. Mm-hmm. And they and the re and the <clears throat> the the um the end of the season reunions are awful. They give you no insight no. and no truth. No. So they that's don't the ask only sad any thing. questions nope. that are worth anything. They're and that whole debacle with trying to stream it stream it live oh god me. remember that that was that was a hot mess Ugh. not was... helped by the lack of uh personality yeah i know they're awful the selected personalities <laughs> that's the only thing that makes me sad about this show because i always have that feeling when i'm watching that even when i'm watching survivor i'm like at the end of the season jeff's gonna call this person out and he will mm-hmm. but nobody's gonna call anyone out and I, I haven't gotten to, or they'll just harp on some yeah, stupid. I know one thing that and beat it to fucking death. Ugh. Or they'll talk about, or Vanessa Lachey will be like, you know, Nick didn't initially choose me. I had to force him to be like. She keeps on bringing that up every show they do. Um, when they do that other couples show, she brings that up all the time. The, the uh, ultimatum, or the whatever. ultimatum, no, not yeah. the ultimatum. Yeah, the ultimatum. ultimatum. Yep, that's it. You got it right. Um, the one sad thing I have to say about Love is Blind until we wrap this up and I think maybe wrap up the pod. We have been going a while and I'm, I'm about losing my voice. But oh, we didn't even hit on Salt Lake. I know. We'll have to bring you back, Jenny. <laughs> um, I am upset. Now, I didn't get to the next episode, but I'm pretty sure four episodes in, we haven't really followed this guy. But both my wife and I initially thought that this dude Carter, that big, tall, bald guy with the beard would end up dude i don't even remember seeing see, him in the background nobody remembers he was in the background a couple but i oh, i almost i think i'm pretty sure that in this show as we both know there's like usually two or three other couples that they follow the whole time that we don't even get to see and i feel like this is a couple i feel like he got coupled up and and we and there's hidden footage of carter and somebody else Oh, and by the way, I think the other two are going to be great together. JP and yeah, I don't have anything to say. Is. They're they're the I love. Can't even couple. remember her name. I know because they're boring. Because the they, blonde teacher. Yeah, I think they're going to be <laughs> sugar great. Sugar butt and sugar. Yep, sugar butt and sugar. Uh, they are going to be the 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 uh, the shoe designer guy from last season and his wife of this season. You know, like the super couple. Mm-hmm. I like them. Oh, Jenny's not so, saying anything. Oh, I'm interested. So a minute ago when you were saying that you were upset, I wanted to ask you because I had just referenced Salt Lake City. If you were Lisa Barlow losing your $60,000 ring oh, in the airport God. restroom upset, or were you perhaps Lisa Barlow when told you can't have your glam upset? Oh, my God. I need my glam people. <laughs> I need my glam. You don't understand. This is my face. Ooh, I don't. Do, so I, fucking ridiculous. I, I have my glam. I don't. This isn't. I don't have my glam people just when I go out to dinner. I have my glam people when I go like shopping for grocery groceries. Store. Yeah, the grocery <laughs> store. Salt Lake City has gotten way better this season. Ooh. The loss of Jen Shaw is the best thing that ever happened to mm-hmm. that show. Mm-hmm. And I also think that I don't know what's going on with Mary. But I almost feel like she was supposed to be a cast member and she just sat in the van so much that they demoted her in editing. 
and made her into Meredith's friend because now that's what it says, right? It says Mary, Meredith's friend. So honestly, I feel like they wanted to to bring her back in yeah. some capacity and maybe they thought that it was better to just bring her back like on a friend kind of basis. She won't even because- eat dinner with them, Jenny. Huh? She won't even eat dinner with them. Oh, like, I know. They go to eat she dinner. She goes to <laughs> She is the best. She needs that. They need to have a half hour Bravo show just on Mary because Mary, she is insane. Um, Cosby. She, she is, is absolutely insane. They don't even have Dom Perignon. I know. You know, the 2003. It has to be. It's Whatever. crazy. Okay, so we did Man. get a couple words in about Salt well, Lake. Well, <laughs> I love Salt Lake City and I don't know what it is. Every time I watch that show. Um, there is something about Whitney that I find absolutely like enchanting. I, I can't, I don't know why. I don't know why it is. I can, I just, she does no wrong in my eyes. I like Whitney, but uh, she does annoy me from time to time when she Bobblehead. is deliberately <laughs> shit stirring or doing gross shit like that sex painting thing that was like whatever if you choose to do that that's your thing whatever don't yuck there yum i got it you can have your kink i'm not gonna kink shame you but i mean i i didn't need to see that (laughs) i didn't need to see the little bit that actually made it onto the screen i don't know what it is i don't know what it is everything there's nothing she's a blonde she's like the total opposite of it through my life what I have been attracted she to or liked in a woman. To her. Like but I yeah, think that there's something about she, like, her. Outside of her housewife persona, like it like maybe her actual personality, she seems like she's probably a really sweet person. That's what I think. But We're gonna go with that. That's how we'll end the pod. Whitney. I think Whitney it comes Rose. through. <laughs> yes. And this is a great season. And um I just have to give credit to my wife, Perry. I can't um, not mention this, but she does an impression of Meredith saying, and her health, man, that I can't even do. <laughs> that is so spot on. What was she even saying when she said that? I can't. When she said, which, which, which part are you talking when about? When Meredith is outside two episodes ago mm-hmm. and she was like really drunk and she was oh, talking yeah, about if, um, if she keeps on bringing stuff up, how about I bring something up with her? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has stuff about her husband or yeah, whatever. But the way she she is so that's like you New York. Can leave. Yeah, you can leave. Oh my God. This is this is what makes the Real Housewives a great show, is when they just let them be weird. Just let them be freaky, weird. People, I like the addition of Monica this season. She's I do awesome. not like Heidi or what's her face. Kay. Oh no! Oh no! That bitch. No, no, no. But yeah, she's I don't awesome. Even know her. You're what's talking her about name? the the woman who was having Skinny trouble. Face freak lady. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Something Kay. She's Greek. I can't remember her. First oh, the Greek. Right now. Oh yeah. Oh God. Uh, what's it her name? Like Angie. Went, Angie. Oh yeah, Angie K. And it was yes. Angie K because they had that other friend Angie that did the t- twin thing with Whitney. Yeah, the I remember that. But Monica, anyway. <laughs> I love Monica. I like Monica. I think she's great. They're kind of setting her up where I feel like there might be a turn by next season where maybe she's not. Um, so great, but that's just my editing yeah. instincts. But right, also, probably. 
How about this Jenny? She just leaves. They just don't even mention her anymore. Do you remember Jenny? Oh, did you not hear that she like some stuff surfaced from her Facebook from years ago where she was like making racist commentary? And but I thought that whatever. was before she was even on the show. Well, it had happened before that, but it was dug up and people put it out there oh, after. And I, so that's why the okay. she got fired. No, I mean, I thought she yeah. was on the show. They knew about that already. I thought in spite of that, they mm-hmm. let her on the show. Well, okay. I don't I don't think that they I mean, maybe they knew, but they perpetrated like they crazy. Didn't know. Oh, my God. And let me just say something. The saddest man in the universe is Lisa Barlow's husband. God, every time they show that guy. I feel so sorry for him. He just looks so beat down. That is a good looking man. He is a good looking man. Mm -hmm. He is. But he just looks so beat down. Like she has aged him. He just looks tired all the time. He does. He really does. He really. Oh my gosh. And I can't wait to see because I I did see a little blurb with and i i mean i know it's going to happen anyway uh heather's going to want to talk to her about her son doing that mission because she wants to tell oh, her oh yep about it and i'm sure that you know lisa's not going to take that well because lisa doesn't take anything well and lisa is insane i think she's gonna be if he really does do a true mormon mission i think lisa barlow is going to be very surprised at the son that returns home in two years oh 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 completely and yeah i think they they did a good job in setting that up in that first episode Mm -hmm. when she jumps Mm -hmm. into the car and she's like well i'm Mm -hmm. different than you and dad and and -hmm. let's not forget that's what i find interesting is we've watched this kid grow up on the show and Mm -hmm. seen how she constantly involves him in her business and trying to Mm -hmm basically make him act like he's an adult when he was a kid, really mm-hmm. not kind of letting him be a kid. And I don't know? think he's interested in that. I no. think he wants nope. to get away from this nonsense. Opposite. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right, Jenny, we went like an hour and a half. This was great. I, I, I'm this it's made so good me, to talk to you again. <laughs> it is. This was wonderful. Made me forget that I feel like shit. And uh, <laughs> well, I hope you feel better real soon. Now I can go back to feeling like shit and uh, watching the rest of. I'm catching up on Shaws of Sunset. I never watched that show, so I'm I'm, run, well, I'm go running. Go watch through the rest it. of Love Is Blind too. Yes. Well, I got to wait for Perry. I need to go catch up on uh, in the. Uh, what we do in the shadows. I oh, waited nice. for all of that to be out. And then I kept forgetting about it. So I'm trying to get it. get caught. Yeah. That time. is That's a funny a fun show. show. It is very so. fun. All right. Well, thank you, Jenny. Thank you everyone for listening. This has been a great show. Check us out at dvrpodcast.com. Become a patron, patreon.com slash DVR. I will be back next week on Monday. Hopefully I'll be feeling better. I have a couple of guests. I got to get back to them. I've been so sick of it. I got to. I got to get better at my scheduling. Um, but we've got some people lined up, and hopefully, we'll have you back very soon, Jenny. We can talk more about. Maybe we could talk about the end of Love Is Blind and more Salt cool. Lake and such. Cool. I think we should get you and Gina and I to come on and do a little three-way reality talk. And I may actually, since they had a new cast with New York for this most recent season, I actually am considering watching that season. You should. It's all new cast and I don't need to like figure out the inner workings of people or watch You'll multiple love it. seasons. But It's great. Um, it is we'll so see. fun. I can't, one of the reasons I started watching the Salt Lake one after Gina recommended it was 
because I watch and listen to a lot of stuff about weird religious stuff like Scientology and like the Duggars and all yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. And the Mormon, the <clears throat> sister wives, the polygamous Mormons and then other Mormons and whatever. So that was kind of the hook that got me into this franchise. So we'll see what I think. If I, I think I'm actually going to probably give it a go this weekend. So and we'll see. I'll let you know what I think. If you're looking for anything else to watch, I'll tell you this, Jenny wrestlers on Netflix. Is, I heard you talking about it the other you day. You will love, you do not need to be interested in wrestling or any of that shit at all. I watched wrestling growing up too. Okay. Yeah. See, I did growing up, but then I dropped out mm-hmm. like, you know, yes, 30 years ago or something. Years. But, this is just a great human interest story. Mm-hmm. It's fast. It's fun. It's and it's really heartwarming. It's really cool. the last episode. I'm telling you, I I think that that hit me emotionally more than maybe anything I've watched this year on the kind of emotional human level. The guy's a great filmmaker. I think his name is Chris Whitley. He did Cheer and um, Last Chance You as well. But I think this is the because I've watched at least one season of Cheer and one season of Last Chance You, and though those shows were really great, this I think is the best thing that the guy's done, and that's great to see Ooh. someone get better as they progress through what they're making. What so, streamer is it on? Netflix. Netflix. Okay. All right, that's it. Thanks, everybody. Right. Peace out. <laughs>